Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network, here for a couple of weeks late review of the movie that had zero anticipation, uh, zero good reviews, but somewhat average response and average box office. It's the one you've all been waiting for, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. The end, end question mark for now of the DCU uh, with Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson and Amber Heard not talking, uh, and a little bit of Nicole Kidman in there. And uh, we get to finally talk about this movie, uh, one of the last last ones of the year. Uh, one of the first ones of this year. One of the last movies of last year. First review of this year that we actually get to talk about. Uh, and I don't know whether Ben's excited or not, and I don't know whether I'm excited or not. We'll find out in about 10 seconds. My name is Colin, and no one hits my brother but me. Yes, you didn't say the one that I wanted. I've been sitting on for a week thinking that you would steal the one line that I'm literally in the cinema going, yes, that one, I'm using that one. And my name is Ben and come on, cast away, grab Wilson and let's go. <laughs> now when you say that, I do remember that line in there. If I had actually bothered to make literally, a note, I would have used it. As soon as he said it, I wanted to get my phone out. But if I wasn't with my dad, I probably would have. Uh, if, if we had done this reversed, if, if you had hosted this, and I would have followed it. All right, let's go, Loki. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad you didn't steal it. Uh, so, I mean, I, I can briefly say what my thoughts are. I've been sitting on this for a couple of weeks now. Um, I mean, I, I think I've enjoyed for the most part all the DCU moves we've seen so far. Um, I liked Aquaman, the first one, the first time I saw it. I loved it the second time I saw it. I've liked it even more and more each time I have seen it. And then halfway through this movie, uh, Jamie turned to me and says, what do you think of the movie so far? And I just shrugged. I'm like, eh. <laughs> and then she says, yeah, it's kind of boring, isn't it? Um, and that's basically my thoughts on it. I think this is... Uh, to me, I'll spoil it right now. This is bottom of my list of what the 16 DC movies we've had so far. I did not dig this at all. Is this 15 or 16? 16. I yeah. think this is 16. Yeah. No, it's 15. Um, 16. Well, I guess well, if two we, Justice Leagues. Yeah, if you count. Yeah, okay. 16. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I of all the the DC use Aquaman was kind of my lowest. Uh, I mean, I know I. Uh, that was the only one I had rented except for Black Adam. Then I changed Black Adam to a rent when we did the recap of it. And if I had to, off the top of my head, I still think Ackman would be slightly below Black Adam just because Black Adam's got Pierce Brosnan in it. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't dislike the original Aquaman. To me, it was just, as I've always said, it's batshit crazy. It's like 30 different genres of movie in one. It wants to be an Indiana Jones movie. Then it wants to be a Star Wars movie. Then it wants to be Octopus playing the bongo. Like it, it's, crazy but it's enjoyable and so i came into this just with absolute no feelings because 
I love the DCEU films. We've always been the biggest fan. This is the fourth one we had in 2023, which beat Marvel, if I'm not mistaken. And then, but this was just such an afterthought. I'm like, oh yeah, I better go see that. Um, and I wouldn't, I didn't find it boring. I don't think that's the word, but it's still, it's kind of one of those movies that I left with the same feeling I had beforehand. I'm like, yeah, that was Aquaman. Um, it didn't really blow me away. I mean, it's it's just a standard Aquaman. We've had two of these. They love a montage in this film, uh, which was okay. Um, Jason Momoa's still flaunting around his little penis. Good for him. Um, <laughs> but this is also, I think, maybe the first DCEU film that I maybe saw the trailer barely once. I think your nephew sent it to me. And I'm just like, I think I replied with, yep. Looks like an Aquaman movie. <laughs> that's, that's a movie. <laughs> um, and then I just didn't bother with any of the other things. So I didn't know anything really about this film. Um, yeah. I, I, and like, I've been sitting on this for a week. I'm like, what do I even say about this film? Like, I mean, I didn't yeah. hate it. I didn't love it. Um, it's just, I mean, and I'm just sad that this is kind of the end of this DCEU moving into the DCU because you and I have been the biggest defenders of it, and yet this is what we end with. And I don't really feel you and I are going to be sitting here going, oh, and this is why it's such a travesty that the DCEU is ending. We're just going to be like, yeah, all right. I, I kind of wish that we, when we do our final set of month recaps mm. to wrap these all up, that we could just swap Blue Beetle in this because Blue Beetle, yeah. at least we go out on high, you know? True. Um, I'm with you. I mean, I don't really have a lot to say on this movie. I think there's two main things that I pinpointed that I had big problems with in this movie. Uh, the first thing is that this movie has a lot of heavy stuff that happens in it. A lot of emotional stuff, but this movie carries no emotional weight. No, like, yeah, without right. spoiling anything, there's like a major thing that happens at the beginning of this movie. And then it's like, you know, Aquaman just acts as if none of those events happen for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And then when they come back in, it's like, okay, that's there. The second part that I have a problem with is I feel like the first one, you know, you, you, you definitely explored a lot. I mean, visually it's great. Visually this movie still looks good, but you have way too much in this. The first one you had maybe four or five different environments he gets to explore and you get four or five different you know, species that you get to, uh, you know, get to see in it. This one, it's like every five minutes, there's, there's like a dozen environments in this movie. And I'm like, I can't take enough time to appreciate any of them because you've just moved on to the next one after that. And I guess three things that I pinpoint the problem. And the third thing is more like, to me, the best thing about this movie is when you have Patrick Wilson and Jason Moe together, I want that for the entire movie. I want the, the, the buddy team up of these two brothers because their chemistry is insane in this movie. Their chemistry is better than Jason Momoa has had with anybody in the DC so far. Um, and I love this idea of like, these two brothers who are estranged and them coming together. And Patrick Wilson, I think, steals this movie from even Jason Momoa. And from everything I'm seeing, everybody loves Patrick Wilson. Like, he is the favorite thing in this movie. But you have a section of the movie where they're like, they're all together and then you split them up. I'm like, why are you breaking up the one thing you have going for you in this movie? Yeah, it's... Yeah, I agree with everything you say. And I think that, you know, Jason Momoa, I mean, the, the character of Aquaman that Jason does, we're on a first term, first name basis, by the way, so I just thought I'd uh, put that out there. Um, like, is he the most all over the place of all of these characters in the DCEU? I mean, mm. you know, some would argue Superman, but I mean, my argument with Superman is, well, that's the point of the character. They started off dark and they lighten him up. Like, I mean, that's kind of the thing, right? Like, you think of all the other characters, they kind of remain the same, but like, I mean, Aquaman's almost a comedy character in this movie, you know, whereas yeah. like, I mean, I know that he's had funny moments, but I would argue in the first Aquaman that had a lot more darkness to it and this sort of this journey to him becoming that. I mean, Justice League, he was a lot 
darker for the most part before they sort of took the piss out of him. And now all of a sudden, like this one, they started off with him like basically getting pissed in the mouth and joking about talking to fish, and that was the whole <laughs> thing. Um, so you know that sums up kind of Aquaman. They didn't know what to do, but no, Patrick Wilson's amazing, and I don't. I honestly, I mean, he was in the first trailer, I think, so I did know maybe he was coming back. But um, I mean, it is without being super spoilerific, it is kind of one of these standard. Oh, they've got the villain from the first one, and maybe they're good again, like sort of mm-hmm. thing, which is fine, but. Um, I think that's an issue, though, with this movie is that, and I watched the the pitch meeting of this on YouTube, and they kind of point out that, like, hey, so, you know, we had this great first movie and he fought a villain. Who's this villain? Oh, the same one as the first one. And, like, it just, like, <laughs> there doesn't seem to be the stakes in this one that there kind of wasn't. I mean, we yeah. said the first one was kind of Black Panther, but then this one sort of comes about. They kind of end it like, hey, haha, we're Iron Man. Um, but then, like, it's like, well, what are the stakes in this movie? Um, the what's what's yeah. the evil guy? The environmental called? message in this is very it's, much buried. <laughs> and, but even like yeah, you're right. But then even when it's buried, it becomes too preachy when they go full mm-hmm. like tilt. Because like within ten minutes of this movie, I'm going, is this trying to like be all like global warming bad? I'm like, you've spent two hundred and five million dollars on this film. I'm reading here. It is one of the most expensive movies ever made, and you're going to preach to me that killing the environment is bad. $205 million on making a movie. And this is what you're trying to tell me. Like, no. Uh, and secondly, in an Aquaman movie? Um, <laughs> like, I expect this in a Batman movie, not an Aquaman movie. But, yeah, I think, you know, Patrick Wilson is incredible. Because, I mean, even outside of them, like, I mean, there's no real additions to the cast, is there? We've got the um, no. the sidekick guy to the main guy. Amber Heard kind of doesn't talk much. Even though, in all fairness, she was in it a lot more than I was anticipating. Screen time-wise, yeah. Um, And, like, again, I don't really have an opinion on the whole Amber Heard thing, um, but, like, she's fine, and I am kind of feel, you know, a bit bad that we didn't get more of her because she was okay in the first movie. Um, Nicole Kidman kind of gets shafted, probably the easiest paycheck she's ever done. Looking good, though. Can I just say, Nicole, what is she, like, in the late 50s by now? Um, And Tamara Morrison, which, can I just say, my dad, as soon as he appears on screen, about 10 minutes in, turns to me and goes... You know who he reminds you of? He reminds me of uh, the main guy from Once Were Warriors. I'm like, Dad, <laughs> it is the main guy from Once Were Warriors. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, and Martin Short apparently does the voice of... Um, I saw that, yeah. Thing. I don't know what my point is. Kind of like Aquaman. It's all over the place. Happy 2024 to me. But, um, well, yeah, Patrick Wilson, great. Uh, I'm going to say uh, the Black Manta gets a little Black bit Manta. more to do in this Thank movie. You. Yeah, and, and, he's good. and I loved him. He, I loved him in the first movie. I mean, his his presence was clearly in the first movie more of a henchman, more meant to set up where you're going to go mm. after this. And he gets more doing this. I mean, I'm glad they actually did bring him back because I mean, he he was a great villain in the first one for what we saw of him. Um, but let's let's address the elephant in the room. Amber Heard. A lot of people I think are going to assume that maybe some of the issues of his movie is cutting her out of the movie. I really don't see that. I mean, they didn't do a heavy amount of reshoots. And the plot clearly was revolving around not just her, but like everybody, like you said, Nicole Kidman getting shafted. I mean, this is this is about where we're just setting up the two brothers and everybody else is pushed to the side. So I think it was always the plan, but you can definitely see they've they've intentionally cut out probably a lot of her dialogue in this movie because uh, it's weird when she is in the movie that she's just sort of there and not talking. You know, Jamie, I think, buys into this whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing where she was walking this movie saying, oh, she was terrible in the movie. I'm like, what is there to say she's terrible of? Yeah. She, she's in the movie. She's wet. She shows her cleavage. Hmm. And then she's so gone. Jason Momoa, and then she by come, the way. 
and, and exactly both of them. And then when she comes back, she's wet. She shows her cleavage. She doesn't talk. You can't judge her performance in this movie because there's not really a performance there. There is a little bit of an awkwardness with like how I think they, they just chose to, well, we're not going to, they clearly decided we're not cutting her out of the movie because she is pivotal to the movie, but choosing to cut out all of her dialogue almost made it more distracting, I think. And she's a good actor. I, I think and she's got good chemistry. Yeah, adequate, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I could at least 20 others who are worse. Um, and, I mean, she's got great <laughs> ca- chemistry with Jesse Martin. And, again, like, I get why there's a thing, but, I mean, I feel I feel in 10, 10 years' time, five years' time maybe, we're going to look back and why she was, like, cancelled and just be like, really? Like, I mean, it's kind of just yeah. it's one of these, like, it's. I mean, this is a weird comparison, but I think you'll get what I'm going with. It's kind of like the whole Britney Spears thing that, like, nowadays we can kind of look back and, oh, she was kind of, you know, maybe we treated her badly, like, you know, like, I, I, I get it. I do. Trust me. But, like, both her and Johnny Depp were in the wrong. Johnny Depp wasn't completely innocent yeah. either. And that whole thing was just a shit show. And I didn't intend to come on here and defend Amber Heard. <laughs> I, like, I really don't have an opinion on Amber Heard, if I'm being completely honest. And I'll say I don't really think it was super noticeable that she wasn't. Like, I mean, she was integral to the plot where she had to be, and then she was used where she had to be. I mean, yeah, she could have been in it more. She would have been in it more, no doubt, had things not had happened the way they did. But I just feel... It's a bit of off vitriol on her. It's kind of still how there's that stuff around Will Smith. Like, okay, Will Smith did a wrong yeah. thing, but it, he hasn't done some of the things some of the other people have done, and they're still in Hollywood. Um, anyway, point is, um, I don't really see it. But, yeah, I, I can never pronounce his name. Is it Yaha Abdul-Mateen II? Is that how we say his name? Um, the I'm going to say yes. But, like, why isn't this guy more of a thing? We talked about, I mean, speaking of being cancelled, Jonathan Majors. Thanks for your time. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have some nice parting gifts for you. <laughs> you are a good thing for 10 minutes. Um, but, I mean, this guy, like, he's on, I don't say on level with Jonathan Majors, but I think Jonathan Majors had more stuff to work with in the MCU. Whereas yeah. Yahoo Abdul Mateen, like, I've never seen him in anything. Maybe I have, but I just haven't paid attention. And I'm not just saying this because both actors are black. I'm just saying in general because they play to me kind of similar characters in their respective universes. And yet Jonathan Majors was, like, the next big thing. And now he's being cancelled. Whereas, I don't know, have we seen Yaha and other things? And I'm apologies if I'm mispronouncing his name, but he's really I'm gonna good. Show you, I'm going to show you how how uh, forgettable a certain movie he was in. He was Morpheus in the new Matrix oh, movie. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> which, of course, wow. they're trying not to make him too noticeable. That, But, I mean, he has been, like, you I look at some of the other things. About that. Now that you say that, it's clicking. Yeah. Yeah, like, he was in the trial of the Chicago 7, that Aaron I Sorkin movie. That. I mean... Um, he uh, it was on the uh, the Watchmen uh, live action series of Regina King that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Made. Yeah, I was in The Greatest Showman. I haven't rewatched that in a while, but that's a good movie. Okay, so I mean, everything I have seen him in, you know, great actor about it. I feel like he probably deserves to get a, a little bit more of a break than he has but been getting off of this. I think sorry to just jump in there, but I think the way the also reason why I bring in Jonathan Majors into that conversation is because you know this is maybe on par with Ant Man and Quantum Mania, which realistically is probably a better film than this. Mm-hmm. But, like, respective fan bases, I mean, in all fairness, Aquaman and Lost Kingdom in the DCEU was never going to get anything like the MC because we know the differences between the franchise. But everyone didn't really like Ant-Man and Quantumania, but everyone praised Jonathan Majors. Yet, I feel that if he was in, if Yaha was in a, a MCU, we'd be talking about him differently, if you know what I mean. Like, And, and let's not forget oh. that the first Aquaman movie was the highest and still is the highest grossing yeah. DCEU film. So he got attention. Over a billion. <laughs> but I still, it still baffles me that that was the one. But like, I don't know. I'm just, I, I like him in this film. He, he hams it up enough that he knows what he's doing. And I think that, yeah, he's an Emmy Award winner, according to what I'm seeing on IMDb. So maybe he does get a bit more praise and I'm just being a dick, so... 
It sounds like you. Um, I mean, I don't have much else to add on this uh, yeah, uh, other than... No uh, Pitbull song. <laughs> no Pitbull song. There's there, no Africa. There was uh, no what Africa are the total songs could they the have done? I know. They should have done Hold the Line. Yo, yo, yeah. Pitbull, Pitbull. <laughs> Love isn't always on time. <laughs> Which I, I shared this with you and Noah that I only found out like, you know, a couple of weeks ago that the singer of Toto is John Williams' son mm. and that he actually composed like the Jabba's Palace music from uh, the, the original Return of the Jedi movie, uh, which is crazy. Can I just add, sorry, I, yeah, that is a great fact, but actually one, you're about to wrap it up, but the one thing I just wanted to spend, spend pay special note. Well, first of all, my dad also didn't realize Dolph Lundgren was in it. So when he sees the name on the credits, oh, he's yeah. like, who was he? And I'm like, uh, the guy with the accent. Um, I love Randall Park. Uh, he was oh, a yeah. standout for me, and I've always liked him. So I just wanted to say Randall Park. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's great in everything. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he, of course, he's one of these few actors who've done not just he's crossed over, he's done MCU and DCEU, mm. but I mean, he's made multiple appearances in both of them now. So um, he might be the most consistent comic actor we have, and people don't even realize that. Um, Jason Momoa got a story credit on this movie. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> Thanks for your contribution, Jason. Why did he walk in? Guys, <laughs> hang on. All right. What if we drank Guinness? Hey, <laughs> story credit, Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, this movie has way too many people contributing, I think. Um, way too many everything. Um, yeah, I, I feel really bad saying this because, like you, I think I've rented a couple. I think I rented Wonder Woman 84. I rented uh, Black Adam. I rented Suicide Squad. Um, but I think this is going to be the first one I'm going to binge just because oh. I don't really have, I, I I would probably check it out again. And maybe there is something I'm missing because of course, everybody's going to say, oh, it's just all those, you know, uh, Zack Snyder fanboys or whatever, who are, you know, driving up the user rating scores. But I have legitimately seen people who I trust their opinion on because they are very critical of superhero movies who have been like, Aquaman Lost Kingdom is one of the better superhero movies this year. I'm like, I don't know what you people are seeing in it. And I'm not because I'm, I'm usually a bigger defender of superhero movies than most people. But like, yeah, I, I think I have to bin this one just because I I really wasn't enjoying it that much. I I haven't really had a desire to re-see it again. I mean, even Black Adam, I'm like, yeah, I'd be giving it a second look. And maybe this would be the opposite of Black Adam. Black Adam actually went down for me even more on a second viewing. And this might go up. I don't know. But uh, for now, I'm actually going to bin it. Look, I can't fault your reasoning behind it. But I think to me, I look at it on a different perspective. Of the, I, I look at what M the MCU did last year. And again, very cookie cutter standard. Nothing really stood out. I can barely even remember what they were, but I didn't hate any of them. I didn't walk out of this hating it. I mean, is this going to be in the top of the pile for me to rewatch? Absolutely not. Um, but like, I'm similar to you with Black Adam. I enjoyed that left. And, well, okay, that actually wasn't that great. I'd like to see what my perspective is on Blue Beetle because I enjoyed that, but you know there were obviously issues with it. But to me, this didn't make me angry. This didn't make me like. It's kind of as I said, I got what I expected. I got what I paid for. It was an Aquaman film, um, and I can't bin it. Like I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm holding my standards higher in 2024. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I can't bin it. But it's, it's still a low rent and. This, I mean, it's in the, my bottom three. I've only rented three of the DCEU films, which, I mean, you've now four five? Cause, I no, think four. No, because you bought Aquaman, I rented it, and then, but you... Yeah, so I think four. Yeah, so you've had one more than I have, because you obviously was one Oh, no, no, I think I might have rented Shazam, Fear of the Gods too. so maybe five. Yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll look at it. We'll have to do a, a full ranking when we eventually... We'll be recapping the last four in we will a couple be. of years. Yeah, when, the, when Superman uh, Reborn or whatever yeah. it is comes out in a year or so. But um, yeah, anyway, I think like uh, it's... I would probably rank this off the top of my head 
Oh, I don't know if I'd put it above the... Maybe this would be the bottom of the pile. It'd be this or Aquaman. <laughs> so my bottom two films in the DCU are the two Aquaman films. I'd put Black Adam slightly ahead of this. But um, anyway, rambling, rent. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting you to be in it. Wow, we went all these films defending this franchise and then you had to do that. Wow. And here's another change in pace. Um, a movie came out here several weeks ago oh, that new. Ben was going to get several weeks... But you were going to get it several weeks later, and now you've seen it before I have. So ah. Ferrari will be our next review, uh, which I'm hoping to see. In a, if 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 by the time the Ferrari review comes out, um, you're only hearing Ben's voice, it means I didn't have a chance to see it in time. But uh, but uh, I'm I'm hoping to see this. I don't know if you're. I'm going to assume you're going to love this movie because it's a Ferrari movie. But who knows? It's it's. I mean, we all have movies that I think going into it, you know, you're going to love. Like no matter what, and you've got those expectations. It's only going to come out an absolute turkey if you're going to lose. And I mean, I I had a high expectations. I mean, I'll spoil. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Of course, I did. I got a lot more out of it because I'd read the book and I I knew a bunch about it. Um, and but I'm this is one of those ones where I am intrigued to see what you think of it. It's kind of like when we did Rush or something like that, when it's something that I'm a big fan of and maybe you don't know as a lot about it than, say, some other people. I don't know. But um, I will say, like, it's if you go into it expecting a racing movie, don't expect a racing movie. It's mainly a, a character-driven movie with some racing scenes thrown in. Um, so I, lo- I know a lot of people have said, like, oh, I thought this was a racing movie. It's like, yeah, there's some racing in it, but it's not 4V Ferrari. Like, it's mainly exploring the character of Enzo Ferrari. And this might be the first time you and I are going to talk about Shailene Woodley, which I'm fine with. Oh. <laughs> and Mike, is this our first Michael Mann movie we've done? Because we've I, never it done is, Tyrell. yeah. And I well, we a, could do a whole month just on him. I, I watched Heat. it thoroughly. I've seen, like, obviously Heat's one of Natalie Portman's first movies, but, like, it's it's a thorough, I watched a thoroughly enjoying YouTube analysis of Michael Mann the other day, and it made me really want to go back and watch a bunch of his films that I've never oh. seen before. So Watch them all. They're all great. And, and I, I read that great. Heat 2 is in production, uh, in talks, yeah. with I read Adam the book. Driver. So, yeah. Uh, it, w- weirdest thing ever for Heat is that Michael Mann tried to get the movie made for 25 years, couldn't get it made, so he released a book based on his script. The book comes out last year, and within a month, they're like, let's make this movie. I'm like, great, so now I know the story you, for it. You but, like uh, hate just because Natalie Portman drowns in a bath. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I watched Mars Attacks the other day, oh. and uh, one of my favorite things about that movie is that she just disappears for no reason and just reappears at the end. I'm like, thank you for saving she, me for half the movie she, from Natalie she Portman. She does have one of the worst lines in movie history, which always makes me cringe. So uh, you got a boyfriend, like at the end, like that oh, line always makes horrible. me cringe. Although, can we just add, sorry, I know you got to go, but uh, how fantastic was it that uh, Padme finally met a son this week? Padme met Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and Mark yeah. Week, which I was like, oh. If only we could have had Hayden there too. Oh, oh my but, God. That would have been epic. Uh, or have Obi-Wan there and just sort of looking over the shoulder. <laughs> Um, so yeah, listen to our Ferrari review when that comes out. We've got our 24 and Scott Pilgrim episodes in the meantime. And then a uh, couple weeks, we'll be starting with our next movie month, which will be a good one. A uh, very good one. And my name is Colin. And oh, yeah, I'm Aquaman. <laughs> and my name is Ben. And all right, I got a little dick. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. 
And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. (laughs)